Welcome to That's the Word, wholesome tales for the whole family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, Do Not Enter. The adventurer looked about him. He had just entered a castle through a great arch, without porcelain, without doors, without gates. His sword was skirted upon his side, but it was sheathed. At this point in the adventure, his blade would not avail him. Around him were many attendants. However, they were all asleep. He did not bother with them. He began to search the castle, trying to find the thing for which he had journeyed so long. Up and down stone staircases, down lonely corridors, and into chamber after magnificent chamber he went, but found no sign of that which he sought. Finally, he at last found the chamber where the door was shut. He took the handle, but he could not open it. The door would not budge. He tried to force it, no luck. He put his ear to the door. Within he heard a voice singing so sweetly that he did not think it was of this earth. The voice sang, Joy and honor be to the Father of heaven. The adventurer felt weak. He slipped to his knees before the door he knew that his goal was just behind that door, yet so far out of reach. And he knew the reason why. He knew that he was there, locked out, because of his own sins. Yes, he was a great adventurer. Yes, no man was his equal when it came to earthly weapons. But when it came to virtue, there he lacked. He knew what the sin was that kept him out, how he pursued the woman that he had no right to seek. He bowed his head there before that chamber door and prayed, Fair sweet father, Jesus Christ, if ever I did a thing that pleased you, Lord, for your pity's sake, do not reject me for my former sins, but show me something of that which I seek. He heard a creak. He looked up and saw the door slowly swinging open. Within that chamber were lights so bright that it seemed that all the torches of the world were lit there. He approached the door and would have entered had he not heard a voice say, Flee and enter not, 
for you ought not to do it. And if you enter, you shall regret it. He quickly drew back, but still gazed inside. In the midst of the chamber, he saw a table of silver and the holy vessel covered with red samite and many angels about it. Before the holy vessel, he saw a priest praying the mass. The priest, though, was in the precarious position so that to the adventurer, it seemed like he was almost about to fall. He looked at the other figures in the room, but none were moving to help the priest. The adventurer stepped up to the door and prayed, Fair Father Jesus Christ, take it not for a sin that I help the good man who is in great need of help. So he marched into the room. He came towards the altar, but when he came by it, he felt a breath of fire in his face, so hot that he thought that his face was burned. All the strength left his body and he fell to the earth in a heap as if dead. For twenty-four days he laid so. On the twenty-fifth day he finally opened his eyes. They asked him what he had seen. I have seen, said he, so great marvels that no tongue may tell and more than any heart can think. And were it not for my former sin, I would have seen so much more. In spite of his sin, this great adventurer had come farther than almost anyone else in reaching the treasure that they sought. One had not only to be noble and honorable but also of great virtue. Many who set out for the treasure never came back. The others, for the most part, came home empty-handed. But for a few, like this adventurer, they were granted a glimpse of what they sought. Even this sinful adventurer, whose sin would eventually be the undoing of his nation, was by the mercy of God able to behold the treasure with his own eyes when, in the castle of Carbonek, Sir Lancelot of the Lake beheld the object of the quest of all those knights of King Arthur's round table, the Holy Grail. And for this week, that's the word. What is your name? My name is Sir Lancelot of Camelot. What is your quest? To seek the Holy Grail. What is your favorite color? Blue. Right, off you go. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. So when we hear figures like Lancelot and King Arthur, and the Knights of the Round Table, 
I'm reminded of what my vice rector in Rome used to tell us about stories and legends. If it's not true, it ought to be. One thing we didn't realize when getting into this story was how there really isn't a canon of Arthurian legend. The basis that we used for this story was a very famous work called Le Muerte d'Arthur from 1485 or so, written by Thomas Mallory. If you want to get into Arthurian legend, I would recommend reading Roger Lancelin Green's version of the story of Arthur. There is some value from this legend that we shared today, and it's just a reminder that when we approach the Eucharist, the holy sacrifice of the Mass, we need to do so with purity of mind, purity of heart, purity of soul, and purity of intention. It also points out how this greatest quest that the Knights of the Round Table ever go on is for a chalice. It's for the Holy Grail, the chalice that Jesus used at the Last Supper. And the object of their quest is to find the Holy Grail and then participate in Mass, where the Holy Grail is the chalice for the liturgy. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can find the story extras for this story, Do Not Enter, at thunderrock.org, where you can also find some pictures from the Arthurian legends and a link to Roger Lancelin Green's book on King Arthur. Thunderrock.org is also where you can sign up for our weekly newsletter and find our social links in our email if you want to give feedback or story ideas. Thanks for listening and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.